episode 42. We're, uh, we're trained at this point. We just keep chugging. We're uh, episode by episode. We've had some great guests on. Super excited. Although we're taking a little, a little bit of a different spin this episode. Just, uh, just you and me talking and talking about the podcast, talking about sports, um, a fight that we're going to break down a little bit earlier, a little bit later on, excuse me. But how are things, Barnsley? What, uh, how are you staying busy? Well, you know, both of us are trying to polish off our, uh, our degrees here. <laughs> Two so, weeks uh, left for me. And yeah, yeah school's uh, school has gotten the, the better of both of us, us in the last, last little bit, I think. But uh, yeah, I mean, I got to try and figure out how the hell I'm going to get everything back to my house <laughs> from out here. Um, and then, yeah, I, I got this, this one earth science class, man, let me tell you. Some of the easy courses you think you're going to take in university turn out to not be that easy. It's supposed to be a fluff course and it's supposed anything to be a but a fluff course and it's kicking my ass. <laughs> I uh you're too busy drawing those circles pointing out what was it something <laughs> on the moon or something? I remember you talking about that. Oh yeah, labeling all the craters on a moon. Uh, not a fun assignment. There's a lot of holes on the moon. Oh yeah. I had to, I started and finished a paper in one day and that kicked my ass. Submitted it 20 minutes before it was due. That was, I've never had my motivation for that assignment has never been lower. I was like sick and tired of this. And I was like, fuck. And then I did the old, if I get 30% on this, what will my grade be? And yeah, I, I can, online grade calculator. Yeah, I how, considered it. How little effort do I need to put into this in order to still maintain a decent mark in this course? Absolutely. So uh, I was going into the, the essay with a pretty, I was a happy mark, I should say. But yeah, that essay is definitely going to bring it down. It's just how much it uh, will be the question. So yeah, glad, glad I got that one out of the way. But oh, no, it's um, that essay kicked my ass probably like, Jake Paul is going to get his ass kicked by Ben Askren. Would you say so as well? Or what are Man, your thoughts on that? This fight is just so stupid. Like, first of all, Jake Paul, like genuinely thinks that he is an actual like athlete. <laughs> and he thinks that he's actually like impressive in the fact that he's three, and zero. but the three people he has fought, who the hell is Deji? Like he's fought. Deji, who allegedly it's is Trent's, uh, Trent's, Trent's Deji uh, name on. <laughs> he fought Trent. Um, he fought some guy, Ann Eson Gibb, uh, another YouTuber. And then he fought Nate Robinson. Nate Robinson is an actual athlete, but Nate Robinson is five foot nine and like 150 pounds, like soaking wet. Like, I'm pretty sure Jake Paul's like 6'2, six 6'3, six and weighs <laughs> like over 200 pounds. So, like, dude, you have like, six seven inches on the guy and like 40 to 50 pounds like it's not an impressive fact that you won that fight and ben Askren is an actual combat sport athlete he has been a world champion in mma he has been to the olympics in wrestling he has fought some of the guys with the most powerful hands in the world in mma most notably robbie lawler he has an incredible chin that people are going to diss because Jorge Masvidal knocked him out in five seconds. Well, you know what? You can't knee people in boxing. <laughs> and anybody who wants to argue a knee is significantly harder 
to not get knocked out by than a fist is in a 12 ounce 12 ounce gloves in boxing yeah thanks so. um and i don't know if anybody has seen like the pre-press but like jake paul claims that he threw a full force punch at Askren after he face face washed him and Askren didn't even flinch like i do not think that jake paul has any power now is ben Askren going to knock him out probably not it's going to be a decision if you're betting on this i would probably throw caution to the wind to bet on it being a draw because it's eight rounds and these celebrity fights have most often resulted in draws and but i mean ben Askren as an underdog a legitimate betting underdog on like every betting site that you can look at might be like the most tempting bet to make ever plus i just want to see jake ball get his face smashed in because i think this guy is useless i hate him and he's just so cocky like he's he put out like last week he told uh he put out a message to like Askren's family he specifically said he's like ben Askren's wife and kids you should not watch this because i'm going to put your your father in like a pool of blood on the canvas i'm like dude no you're not like <laughs> No, it, it's not going to happen, man. Like You suck at boxing. You're not going to actually beat a legitimate combat sport athlete in this sport. Yeah, he's uh, one thing I will give him for sure. He's, he's a good trash talker. He's very aggressive. You've seen all the, the shit he's putting out. And then I believe he did an interview um, with Askren and he showed the clip of him getting knocked out in five seconds. And he just keeps playing it over and over again in the, Man, in the uh, interview. Child. That was, <laughs> that was, I was laughing at that. That was amusing. Like he's just, he's a child. And like, he sits there and like sits with his microphone, like up his face. He's like, <laughs> like, man, like at least have like some professionalism, like some class. Like you look at guys who actually know how to trash talk, like Conor McGregor, Floyd Mayweather, like, at least there's some like professionalism or not some, there's a lot of professionalism still like that they're giving off, but this guy is just like absolutely no class at all. Like, I mean, there's no I, line with him. It's just no, everything. If, if is I'm a pro fair boxer. Game. I am not happy with like what he's doing. Like, I, I think at this point, like there was a point where maybe it's like, okay, maybe he might be bringing some attention, but like now it's like, I think he's just kind of making a joke of the sport. But my favorite thing is like looking at social media and seeing all these people who like, obviously they're fans of, of like the Paul brothers and look, some of the stuff they put out on YouTube, I don't know if they do YouTube anymore, but like the Maverick brand and everything, like I, I genuinely like the impulsive videos. Yeah, they're I, good. I think, they're, they're I think good. those interviews are good. And I, I like the, the people they have on, but like, I, I, I honestly have no idea where I was going with this. I'll I'll, uh, I'll input my opinion. I'd say Logan Paul's like like you, right? I I talked about I listened to their podcast most of the most of the episodes. It's pretty good. Um, Jake Paul, on the other hand, is like he's just so erratic. Like you don't know what's gonna happen with this guy. It's just constant, um, not nonsense, but like unpredictability. I'll use because like time and time again, right? With all the boxing, and then he makes like these. I still think he does like uh, YouTube clips and stuff, like you said, but. Yeah, Logan Paul, I mean, he's got the brand, he's got the identity, the things are more associated with him. With Jake Paul, it's just 
craziness i'll say well like let's also go off the fact that like jake paul got famous because his brother was famous yeah yeah for sure like he he's kind of just like rid ridden the wave of like everybody he's been around i don't know that he's actually done anything like significant so i don't i don't know like i i think this is a joke and i think once ben Askren like kicks his ass hopefully he's done and he just goes back into the youtube world and maybe like shuts his trap for a little bit, but I don't know. I love the fact that like Dana White ha- hates Ben Askren and Dana White's putting a million dollars on Ben Askren to win. What would you say? Like, what would happen if Paul wins? I mean, nothing really. Like, nobody is expecting Ben Askren to win for some reason. Like, the thing with Askren is he was never known as a boxer. I think he has like six knockout wins to his name, but most of those are ground and pound wins after he's taken people down with his wrestling. Like the guy was seen as one of the best wrestlers in the world. And that's largely what his MMA career was based on. So like his boxing skills, there's a decent chance that Paul actually has better boxing skills, but like Askren, nobody's really expecting much. And Askren has said, like he he said on impulsive, he's like, if I lose, like I really don't care. He's like, I'm gonna go back to teaching my wrestling classes. He's like, I might get chirped by a couple 13 year olds in my classes, <laughs> but like ultimately he's like, I'm gonna get paid. And if I lose, like it doesn't really matter. Like this guy, they they even I'm gonna like I watched the impulsive interview like a couple days ago, and I'm gonna keep referencing this because like Logan Paul was like, Man, we can't even chirp this guy, like. He takes everything like he's super honest about everything that's happened in terms of his his combat sports career. Like he takes every every loss on the chin like he's honest about it. He's like, yeah, I lost to Masvidal. It's probably one of the most embarrassing losses in combat combat sports history. But he's like, I'm the same guy the day after I lost that I was the day before I lost. Like he's like, I don't really care that much. Like it happens. It's part of the sport. Like. I, I don't really think that he like people might go after him and chirp him if he loses, but like, I don't think he's personally going to care in terms of Jake Paul's perspective. Like maybe he gets closer to like the fight. He has obsessed with Conor McGregor, even though I don't ever think Conor McGregor is going to box him, especially because like Conor McGregor is going to make him actually be in the same weight class. And Paul will probably shit his pants and be like, Oh, that's not fair man, it's a weight class sport. Like that's kind of how it goes. And at this point, like he, he is, I don't think he's fought anybody that they would be considered the same weight class. Yeah. It's just pure amusement at this point and him shit talking people, people cave and say fighting him. And then he's three and oh somehow, but yeah, I know it's, um, yeah, I'll definitely watch it illegally. See, uh, see how it unfolds and everything, but one thing that I do want to discuss maintaining the, the boxing world Anthony Joshua is going to fight Tyson Fury. Yeah. And you, you and I are on very separate sides for this one. So we'll talk about it later on. And when it gets closer to an actual finalized date, but yeah, I'm definitely team Joshua, your team Fury. Do you still maintain that? Yep. Oh yeah. Yeah. And I'm definitely biased though, for sure. Just because I like him a lot too, as a human being, as well as the, his boxing capabilities, but the fight is not yet finalized, but they're expecting well, rumors, I should say, between late July or early end of uh, August. 
And what kind of well, they signed a two fight contract, right? Yeah, yeah. The first the first fight that is supposed yeah. to be within the the dates I mentioned, but I mean, I'm so excited to see this and see uh, Joshua fight again. What are uh, obviously you you are Team Fury, but what are your thoughts going into this? Well, originally I was Team Deontay Wilder, yeah, and Wilder got absolutely punished by Tyson Fury, and see, I find. I think I still hold that Wilder was a better boxer than Joshua. And the fact that Joshua got knocked out by the Mexican guy doesn't really bode well for him. Fair enough. That was ugly. That was ugly. And man, just first of all, somebody needs to make a movie about Tyson Fury's life. Like this guy has just lived like the most incredible like story coming back from like, I think he was over 400 pounds. Like, had a drug addiction, like pretty sure. I think he was an alcoholic, like just his journey to this point is incredible, but I think just his elusiveness, I think is unstoppable, especially as a heavyweight. Like it is phenomenal watching that guy's ability to avoid punches. Yeah, no, it's, uh, watching Joshua in the last fight against Pelotev. I think that's how you pronounce his name. Pletev, something something like that, Eastern European, definitely butchering it, but yeah, like he just dominated that fight and everyone knew it was Joshua Fury or Wilder, whoever was going to be next, but you know, I still think Joshua's going to beat up Fury. It'll it'll definitely go the distance. I don't think it'll be an early round exit, but yeah, I mean, it's what probably the one of the best matches you could ask for in the boxing world right now. So, I mean, if they were to hold that fight in in England, it would just be incredible to watch but and the atmosphere too you know with covid hopefully they can get more fans into the stadium but i mean if the what the texas rangers are able to sell out their yeah i mean texas just doesn't (laughs) care about anything in general but yeah Yeah, and i mean the the magic about heavyweight combat sports is it takes one punch absolutely one way or another it takes one punch and the guy can go flat out and Joshua has been on the unfortunate side of that one. For sure. Punch. For sure. But I mean, that that's the thing with, with combat sports in general, but more so heavyweight, just because of the amount of power that is behind those punches and like and anything can happen. And it's, it's going to be a, a fun fight to watch. I mean, I am fairly firmly entrenched on the Fury side, but I, I wouldn't be surprised if it goes either way. Yeah, no, for sure. Like you said, right. The one punch impact. I mean, especially with the weight they're hauling and the power and the strength behind the each fight, each fighter, excuse me. It's yeah, it could just come out one first round, first punch, and just Joshua's down or whatever it may be. But it's uh, going to be exciting for sure. I'm amped for that fight. Before we get to uh, the upcoming news and our uh, matter of opinion, which I'm excited to talk about and kind of uh, your brain power, your brainchild, I should say, but. Let's uh, talk a little bit more about the NHL. Um, I want your opinion on the Canucks and they're just engulfed by COVID. Unfortunate to see Uh, kind of they're the Miami Marlins of the MLB last year when we saw them miss what, two weeks, two and a half weeks or so. But yeah, the Canucks are from my understanding now for the first time playing in a month or around that. But yeah, what's um, something like that? What's your opinion on all this? You know what? BC is starting to look more more and more like Florida every day. And I'm not proud to say that. Um, 
I think they're going to end up playing like 19 days and 31, 19 games in 31 days. So, I mean, they're not, they're not making the playoffs. Like yep. that's not happening. Um, it's a mess. And like, apparently there's not like one person that they can blame. It just kind of like happened. But I think like it was like some Brazilian version of COVID. So like it was quicker in transmitting and super strained. Yeah, it was just like it was every day. It's like, oh, another two cases. Oh, another three. Now eight more. I'm like, well, looks like the Utica comments are going to put on Vancouver Canucks jerseys and play for the rest of the season. Like, oh, it's just been a bad season for vancouver it's just been unfortunate um yeah i'm uh i'm not real happy about how it's gone and i'm even like less happy to like go back to vancouver knowing that like this is how covid is being has been treated of late so we'll see We'll see how this <laughs> this goes about and if they actually end up playing any more games. Yeah, no, it's it's been tough for sure, especially when you have Demko playing so well and you want to take, take advantage of his great play. But yeah, Pedersen struggled this year. Hasn't Hughes plus minus been down a little bit more? I think he's than, like minus 20. Yeah, it's it's almost Rasmus Dahlin center like uh, territory, but... Yeah, hopefully, you know, doesn't sound like anyone's seriously sick or anything like that. They just kind of caught the case and just taking their time recovering. But yeah, the, the Canucks definitely have fallen hard from their second round, almost conference final visit last year to missing the playoffs in a seven team division. So we're four make it. It's uh, it's not the greatest look for sure. But I mean, it's they've been disappointing, but I'd say definitely the Flyers too, largely centered around their goaltending you know i'm being a goalie myself i'm never the first guy to throw a goalie under the bus but man harder Hart and elliot have both been shit this year well elliot looked like he was doing really well for about like three weeks there (laughs) and then i don't know what happened it's just like uh, there there must be something floating around the crease in philadelphia that like is distracting them while the puck is coming at them but it has uh I think Carter Hart's on like a contract year this year. <laughs> Perfect so, time. Perfect time. Here, yeah, here's cause... your 2 million one year contract. Please confirm that you can actually play hockey next year. Cause I'll watch them play the Rangers and it's like the, the defense, you know, it's, it's not top 10 quality team, but they're definitely not top bottom 10. So like you're watching these games and then you're just thinking like, like what's going on here? Like these are saves these two guys normally make and they're, they're going in the net every single time. But man, I thought, I thought they would win the cup this year. I legitimately thought that they had a chance to win the cup and they're not even going to make the playoffs. (laughs) Yeah. They got that fifth seed, but they definitely don't look good. And Rangers are Rangers do pretty well against them. They're in this, they're the sixth seed, but yeah, it's that division is pretty much finalized. It's just a matter of, who gets the better pick between the the bottom four teams in that division. But yeah, watching them play this year has definitely been surprising. Yeah. It's just been disappointing from my point of view. (laughs) (laughs) And the fact that like, like they were scratching like their best players at one point. I'm like, look, I love Alain Vigneault as a coach. I think you have some respect for him too, but for sure. I'm not really sure what's going on. (laughs) It's a whole lot of, uh, 
chaos. And then he's calling out Hart, saying you have to be better and, well, and your I mean, work like, ethic is probably shit. justified. Yeah, I mean, he he did it in a fashion that was kind of like saying he doesn't care. He basically just said that Carter Hart is shit. Yeah, with it's um, yeah. I mean, it was it was tough to listen to all that, and then I uh, I don't know about you, but I follow Kevin Weeks on Instagram, and he kind of broke down all the comments that AV said about Hart and his gameplay. So if you want to know more about the kind of the goalie perspective, you could watch that. But it's yeah, tra- like calling your guys out, and then he called. Didn't he call out Patrick, and then Lindbaum, and then uh, Ghost? He scratched I think so, those because like all of them ended up getting Ghost yeah. got waved. Yeah, and then he's back in the lineup and getting assists and the PP and everything. But yeah, it's um, it definitely a shit show in in Philly in gritty land right now. But <laughs> where do you want to? Where do you want to go next? You want to keep talking sports? You want to talk a little uh, matter of opinion? Let's talk a little matter of opinion. So, uh, yeah, as as we talked about before, you know, I think uh, our our content has uh, has slowed down a little bit over the last month. I don't know if anyone's really noticed, but definitely has. Um, as we said, you know, both of us are trying to polish off our degrees and get some nice some kick in my ass. Yeah, That's some nice, sure. <laughs> a nice piece of paper to put up on the wall for the next forty years. Yeah, for the rents. Uh, yeah, we've uh, we've been developing some stuff behind the scenes, and we're uh, we're getting ready to pump that out um, for the last. I don't know. We've been running this for what ten months at this point, I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, give or take a month or two. Yeah. Up to this point, I don't know if the matter of opinion title has really made a whole bunch of sense. Um, we uh, we are changing that, and that has kind of been our vision from the start. But you know, obviously, this was new to both of us, and we needed to uh, sort out some of the kinks experiment you know see see what works see, what doesn't work see and... what works what doesn't work and uh so we are uh we're proud to announce that in the next within the next two weeks probably within the next week we will be uh rolling out a brand new fancy schmancy uh matter of opinion website uh with this website our uh our intention is to bring the opinions to the people we uh running for office <laughs> jesus <laughs> we've uh we've got a we're pretty, for the uh, people we are for the people we are the voice of the people but uh no we've uh we've assembled a a team of what i would say very knowledgeable writers and we're going to be looking at at writing about pretty much every sport we can as well as some health nutrition stuff some lifestyle fitness um basically just pumping out as much content as we can for everybody as our lives start and start to uh lighten up a little bit and uh as we head into the the summer months which i think for a lot of people are the most active active months of uh of the year and uh it's going to get kicked off with what i think is probably going to end up being a very controversial list written by yours truly uh, I don't really care for anybody else's opinions. It's, this uh, is my podcast. It's all about my own. Um, it is a matter of opinion, but uh, we've got a list going with the uh, the top fifty hardest sports in the world. Um, there's definitely. I think I'm gonna let the comments, uh, like the ability to comment on the uh, 
the article. I'm going to, I think I'm going to leave that on and just allow the floodgates to open with the amount of people that are going to be completely like unhappy with some of my listings. I think I left out some sports that probably I think a lot of people think should be in there. And there might be some sports that people are like, what the hell is that? I mean, I'd seriously debated putting spike ball in. So, you know, there's, there's your first hint. Spike ball is not in the top 50 hardest sports list, but uh, yeah, I mean, I think Jack saw a sneak peek of the list. I, I think it is a very good list. Um, But yeah, I, uh, I can't wait to, uh, to get this kick started. I can't wait to uh, have the opinions come flooding in. Um, And then I think what we're going to have to do is I think we're going to have to uh, assemble a, March Madness style bracket of the uh, greatest of all time athletes and uh, see what the opinion of our, uh, our listeners, our viewers, our readers is. Cause I mean, that's always a great debate. Who's the greatest athlete of all time. And I think there's a lot of ways that you can go that it's not going to be a bad answer. And uh, I've seen a lot of, a lot of brackets like that, where they start with like a, they only go like 16, Man, I, th- I think you got to open it up. You got to have 64 in there. You got to go big. There's a lot of athletes that deserve to have their names in there. And I think there's a lot of athletes that get disrespected by not getting their names thrown in the hat. So I think that's going to be something that we're going to have to uh, put our brains together and assemble that and throw that out to the people. Yeah, no, for sure. I think that'll be exciting. My um, one thing, though, you'll see this from time to time. I don't know about you, but there there'll be like these polls I see on Instagram and then the fans will get a hold of like a joke. Oh yeah. That like, they think is like the best. And then for whatever, I'll see this happen a lot with like, um, like ranking of best teams. So then you'll get like, you'll get the Seattle Kraken's the best team in the NHL right now. And you'll just be like, okay, well, funny, funny joke guys. Like <laughs> same way. Zemgus Gergensen's gotten to the all-star game. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. John Scott. Yeah. We've, we've seen <laughs> that happen before, but yeah, I mean, I think that's a great idea. And I'm definitely only already rolling with a couple of players and athletes in mind that I uh, think would be the best ever that you you'll think, uh, I don't know about that. I don't know, but I definitely, yeah, I mean, big things to come in the next uh, couple of weeks. And once we finish up our, our academic lives, we'll transition and kind of put matter of opinion on like the, the forefront, you know, it's the biggest thing we got going on and kind of make it the best version we can. Yeah, I don't know if anyone has realized, but COVID has really affected the job market. So uh, this is kind of all we have at this point. So <laughs> this is our lives. But yeah, uh, yeah no, this this website, uh, I know every all of our 400 and whatever followers on Instagram, which, by the way, you guys need to like pump that up. I think we probably should get a Twitter account started at some point, too. But at Matter of Opinion Podcast on Instagram, toss that a follow, hit the follow button. You know you want to follow our content. Uh but yeah, no, all, all our followers, I know they uh, they know that the betting corner was a thing. And I think we're both proud to announce that that's, uh, that's going to make a comeback. But it's going to be a column-based on our website. Uh, much more easier for us to pump that out. Uh, much more accessible for everybody to read that. It's going to be much more constant. It's going to be every UFC event or every major UFC event. We're not going to, we don't mess with the fight nights. We don't really care about that. Um, maybe some baseball once we get into the playoffs, probably some Stanley cup picks, uh, maybe awards picks once, uh, awards season rolls around. We're definitely going to be bounce- hopping on the, uh, the boxing fights. 
Um, yeah, I mean, uh, I, I really can't go into enough detail on how, how great I think this website's going to be. And I think how, how enjoyable it is for, for the users. Yeah. I think one aspect too, that, that we've kind of gone through with, uh, with interviewing our guests and stuff, but we're bringing light to more, I guess, unoriginal sports, right? People that, you know, we grew up thinking that it wasn't really a focus, you know, the, not the hockeys, the, the soccer, the golf, right? We're transitioning, you know, including more unique sports. And from there, like you said, we're going to have a lot of discussion topics and, you know, I'm, I'm going to bring in up some formula one. I've uh, really gotten into that. And, you know, you, you, you've discussed it a little bit at the house, but I think continuing that idea of discussing the the unoriginal sports and talking about that has always been a very fun topic of ours and something we're going to continue to do in the the near future, especially with well, the website opening up. Yeah. I, I like, it's a blast. I know it is for me and I think it is for you as well, just to like learn about new sports, learn about different ways of training, the lifestyles of different athletes. Um, and we're, we're going to keep going. I mean, I want to at some point get into CrossFit uh, maybe even bring in some of the Red Bull guys, like the freaking crash ice stuff. Like how, how the hell do you get into crash ice? I don't know. Do you know? Um, and I mean, we probably some, maybe some trainers at some point, some coaches, the, uh, eyes through the sport of coaches though, is very interesting compared to that of the athletes. They always have a very different interpretation of a lot of things, but yeah, it's uh, it's all it's all about bringing the the different opinions to our right. Show. Nice plug, nice <laughs> plug. No, for sure. It's yeah. I mean, people come from many different walks of life and have different uh, viewpoints and perspectives. So, you know, just providing that opportunity for our listeners to hear those, mix in with a couple of our our own opinions, and hopefully throw in some jokes along the way. But I'm uh, yeah, definitely excited for the things that are going to be unrolling in the near future. Yeah. And you know what? Just because we're nice guys, we'll give a little bit of a shout out to two of our favorite guests, Phil Berna and Josh, Jake Teal, who decided to go out on their own and single-handedly try to put us out of business Yep, with the goddamn Snake and Goose podcast. Well, you know what? I think at some point we're going to have to have some friendly competition or some something going on with these guys because... Well, you know, they're trying to put us out of jobs. And at some point, there was going to be some crossover episodes because that's what it's called now. It's called a crossover. They started their own show, so now we have to have both of them on at the same time. And maybe that's episode 50. Maybe we hit the uh, the 50 episode mark. Maybe we have those guys back on. But you know what? We love to hear from uh, from our listeners what uh, what you guys want us to talk about because at the end of the day, we want to talk about stuff that interests other people too. For the people podcast. For the people. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I mean, the DMs are always open. Um, check them. Check the DMs. We, we do check the DMs. We live in the DMs, quite frankly. Um, I think our, our email is on our, in, our Instagram too. Our email is very accessible. It's um, <laughs> matteropinionpod at gmail.com. Send us an email. Let us know what you want us to talk about. If you want to write, send us an email. Let us know what you want to write about. Maybe you can join the Moo Crew. Always open. Spots are always available. Now, for sure. I mean, 
the uh the, the writing aspect too i'm uh gonna have to improve my writing game it's uh sub- i've been a consistent 75 average when it comes to essays it's uh it's nothing great it's nothing nothing shit though but yeah i'm excited to to see and to try and use my university education for writing purposes so it's a good thing professor hyatt's not marking these papers fuck me yeah thank <laughs> god 63 here i come jesus christ never been murdered so hard of i the review of one of the essays i wrote is he said this doesn't make any sense please review the outline of the project i was like oh man never been roasted so hard in my life from this guy but yeah the the smell yeah never seen him again thank god big smell you to him good guy though but yeah hard as shit prof but yeah great guy just uh stickler for apa (laughs) big time well 42 another one another one bites the dust thank you for everyone listening um i think we covered everything we wanted to talk in this episode we'll uh check out the instagram always always funny clips and tidbits of information from every episode we we throw up on there with some great artistic designs you've been really filling in the uh the backgrounds of those those uh clips really well so i must say that yeah i have very limited uh technological skills and that's one of them so well thank you for another great episode of matter of opinion um 42 we're gonna be rocking to 43 at the next one obviously good good numbers guy and uh thank you for everyone listening and uh stay tuned for the matter of opinion official website moo baby moo baby